lives on tape. It lives on tape. Stop worrying. Another technological disaster. It lives. It lives. It lives. Look out! That slithering death is right on you! Welcome everyone back to It Lives on Tape, your official favorite horror movie podcast with myself, Torkel, and I'm here with Tanner. How are you going today? G'day, Torkel. Going great, thank you. Nice. This is our first well, episode since our launch. So Exactly. Very excited. Yeah, I've got a big smile on my face and I see you do too because yep. we've officially launched and uh, you guys have had you know, three episodes to enjoy, but we made all those before we even launched. So now this is our first one where we're actually seeing a reaction from our audience, which is really cool. Yeah. And it's been super great, super supportive. Lots of people, uh, reaching out to us, which is lovely. Um, yeah, it's been a great week. Yeah. It's really been amazing. Like, it's uh, really we've had to get everything out there. Yeah. <laughs> like we've been sitting so on this for weeks, <laughs> building, yeah. slowly bringing everything together, oh, yeah. and packaging it nicely. And yeah. Yeah. That was, was the, the big thing as well, because we put so much effort into our first uh, few, couple of episodes. Uh, episode zero was pretty simple, but the next two were pretty big, especially the zombie episode of yours. Oh, yes. So we put so much work into it, so it felt so good just to get it out into the world finally. Oh, my God. I don't know about <laughs> you, but when we when we stopped recording that, I let yeah. out a massive sigh of relief. Like, <laughs> yeah. I run over. on like... Yeah. I run on adrenaline for a while after recording. I'm like, ah, and I think it was late at night or like 8 p.m. or something. And I was yeah. wired for a few hours. <laughs> yeah no i was the same i think i watched uh several movies after that um <laughs> i was just in the zone <laughs> no zombie but movies yeah. though hopefully <laughs> no no zombie movies uh, no more <laughs> but i've been playing zombie games lately uh yeah you know some of the ones that we talked about um so resident evil i played the other night and uh been playing some world war z as well uh, so I haven't put running zombies behind me quite yet. They're not too yeah. far in the rear vision mirror. Um, but yeah, I definitely dried the well of, uh, of zombie films <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for at least just... a couple of months. Yeah. yeah, they're just, yeah, it's a nice passive in the background now with the games and stuff. It's good. Yeah. It's a good balance. But no, we've um like we are super appreciative of everyone giving us feedback as well. We've had a few people reach out to us to tell us that they enjoyed the podcast and things like that. So that was like amazing to hear. I love that. And um it's just been awesome to you know, to see everyone enjoying it and to get our stats for us to look at to see that people are actually enjoying it, which is really cool. Oh yes, I'm hungry for the stats. <laughs> <laughs> we we like that data. 
<laughs> so interesting. It's so super interesting. Um, but you know, there's no better data uh, data than what what you can give to us by whether it's reaching out uh, directly, which you can do uh, on Instagram, threads, uh, in the YouTube comments. I think you can even send us direct messages on on YouTube. You know, tell us what you're what you're interested in, what you want to uh, learn more about. And maybe it has some overlap with what we're interested in, what we what we want to learn more about. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, or we tell love us hearing. what you think about what we've what we've been talking about. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Any any feedbacks greatly appreciated. Even even things that we can improve because we are a new podcast and we're we're just a small setup. You know, it's just me and you running the whole show. So we'd That's love to right. hear any feedback, good or bad. And yeah, all comments everywhere. Ratings on Spotify are a thing as well. That'll help mm-hmm. boost us in the algorithm too. So all of that's super generous. Everyone who's already done that and anyone who is considering doing that would be greatly appreciative. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's other places where you can leave reviews, I think, if you're listening on uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, yeah, we'd, we'd love yeah. to love to read a couple of reviews um oh yeah that'd be amazing to see so maybe we could even read a review like on the, an episode or something if any come oh, out in the future yeah, yeah special <laughs> shout outs um, yeah <laughs> no, that'd be fantastic yeah <clears throat> yeah but yeah we're we're both google pixel boys so um we uh we're lost in the apple world but we'll be checking in on there every now and again but just so you guys know, we are on Apple as well, Apple Podcasts and uh, pretty much every platform like Amazon Music as well. They've got podcasts too. And any right. other place you can imagine, we're probably on. Yep. If you can throw a rock and hit a, plat- uh, a podcasting platform, you- <laughs> our podcast is probably on it at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've, been there- we've been very thorough with it. Yeah. So, yeah. I think... That's the other thing we realized as well is um, how much effort it is to do like a successful podcast, like the amount of work uh, we put into uh, some of the episodes and then into creating like images and shorts and things like that to share on social medias just to to get ourselves out there a little bit to a new audience and things like that and anyone who's interested in the horror world. It's been a yeah. big undertaking. So any any interaction or engagement that you guys want to do to help support us would be immensely appreciated, like tagging your friends in posts or sharing it with anyone or anything, really. We'd love to hear and see. Yeah, absolutely. That would be so lovely. We'd be forever thankful. Um, and yeah, on... On getting everything together for the launch, you know, we we had in our <laughs> minds that Tuesday was the Tuesday was the day we wanted to launch Tuesday morning uh, Australian Western Standard Time, um, at, because you had the idea of uh, <laughs> it lives on tape Tuesdays, uh, yeah, <laughs> which just rolls <laughs> off the tongue. It just feels right. So that's exactly. what we're working towards. And I think perfect. Monday night. We were uh, quickly, you know, making thumbnails for our YouTube, <laughs> uh, quickly getting all the pieces together. Um, 
and you know all in all i i feel like it was a it was a really successful launch like we we pulled it off um yeah so i just wanted to say you know thank you thank you talk for uh for all your hard work through that um thank you too i mean you've put in so much effort into it like we've uh we've really dove into it for sure both of us and um it's amazing to see the fruits of our labor and i feel like we're just becoming better and better at it and like a i'm sure we'll be a well-oiled machine by like episode 20 or something it'll be crazy (laughs) yeah you can definitely even in these three episodes you can hear i think the difference in uh my confidence with talking as well um so yeah it's been really good for that as well just you know figuring out how to be uh how how to talk uh about stuff that you're passionate about in a engaging entertaining kind of way so yeah yeah that's Um, a whole new challenge as well isn't it (laughs) it's um yeah that's part of why i like doing stuff online it's it seems easier for me as someone who has a fair bit of anxiety in my life to get out or put myself out in the world through online rather than in person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and then learning how to do it in an engaging way is a whole other thing, but it's a lot of fun. And I love talking about the horror movies with you. It's been great. Here's yeah. to many more. Cheers to that. Holds up the imaginary glass (laughs) clink soda stream bottle (laughs) i don't have my water bottle on me god damn (laughs) no so what do we have today what do we have today for everyone today we're talking about the new saw movie which just came out like a week or two ago saw x or saw 10 oh my goodness the 10th saw movie could you believe it it has come already. I, I I can't believe it. And I feel like we should probably be honest with our audience here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with what we're we'll doing. Be, we'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. We're, I think neither of us are particularly big fans of the Saw genre. I think we both respect it for sure. It's definitely yeah. been, uh, you know, it's carved its own niche in the horror world. Um, and it is an, an Australian film franchise, so uh, well, yeah. technically, technically, I only just so, learned that like two days ago. I was very surprised. Yeah, <laughs> so that's a really cool fun fact about it. Yeah, what is and, it? Um, the director, the original director, um, yeah, was was Australian. I think that's so, what it was. Yeah, we'll claim that. We'll claim. Yeah, that. that's ours. It's an Australian <laughs> movie, and. Um, but yeah, I I remember watching like one through to six or something like that, you know, back when mm-hmm. I was younger and it kind of ended the narrative and, um, right. you know, but then more movies kept coming out. So it's kind of just its own beast now that keeps going. And um, we haven't watched Saw 10 or Saw X for, you know, honesty's sake, <laughs> for clarity. <laughs> And uh, we're going to today just do a fun, shorter episode where we talk about all the potential traps that we would want to see in the movie as creators ourselves. What kind of stuff would engage us to want to go and see the Saw movie? So, yeah, yeah it's, it's, going to be, uh, it's going to be interesting because I, hand to my heart, 
have not seen a Saw movie. Um, oh my god, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's almost a hot take. It's a hot admission. <laughs> I know. It's just when we were growing up, you know, it was the it was the big thing, and um, you know, e- everyone was watching them, and I sort of got the idea that you know, they're it's it's just like torture movies. Um, it is, <laughs> and. I was like, oh, that's not really my thing. I, you know, I, pr- I prefer yeah. other other horror movies. Um, so this that's not to say that, you know, like if that's what you're into, you know, fantastic. Um, but I think eventually I will do a, a watch through of all of them. Maybe I'll uh, even scrape together some sort of deep dive uh, <laughs> to really sink my teeth in. Uh really yeah. sink the teeth of the bear trap in um oh wow but i think oh, yeah. the only sore adjacent film i've seen was spiral um oh uh, i think that's what it was called yeah, yeah i think I was that's invited one to of the, the cinema yeah it's a not it's a spin-off right. it's a spin-off um yeah and i think it's a netflix one now or on netflix. yeah gotcha and I was told it's not really a sore film, so oh, <laughs> uh, I still I have seen not seen that film. one. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, really are, you know, like hardcore gore movies. But um, we're gonna shed some light on it today and uh, go through with our, you know, funny and you know maybe inventive and interesting trap ideas. Because if you guys don't know, I'll give like people probably know what sore is, but I'll give a quick you know info about what saw is it's really gory movies about this character jigsaw who traps people for what he perceives as their wrongdoings and the traps that he puts them in uh have two horrible outcomes the second of which is usually death and the first of which is usually mutilation self-mutilation or some kind and it's you know for their crimes that he perceives as their moral atrocities that they've committed Half the time, I think it's very minor things that he perceives as moral atrocities. Uh-huh. Um, I was making I was making these jokes with my partner last night, like maybe in the new Saw movie, you know, because there's been so many, maybe he's just like getting annoyed at people who cut him off in traffic and then torturing them for that. <laughs> but, you know, they're right. not that small, but it is pretty small things in the scheme of what he does to of, them. How does he know of so many people who have done bad things? Like I don't know. Is that ever explained? Like, is he in law enforcement yeah. or or something like that, or you know, is he in the legal system? <laughs> uh, like, do I we? Think... Uh, I guess I shouldn't spoil this for myself if I'm going to do a, uh, a a look back. But um, <laughs> how? I don't know that many bad people. Um, no, it's true. Like. There's, I think one movie in particular is the one that I remember. I can't remember which one it is, like Saw 4 or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it sort of starts off with he, his pregnant wife um, is somewhere and a man comes and robs the place where she's at and he accidentally or like, you know, through his escape bumps her and she hits her stomach uh-huh. and has a miscarriage. And uh-huh. um, there's another case where he's like, he is dying. He's terminally ill of cancer. 
and he gets scammed by like a doctor for like some mm-hmm. experimental treatment. So he tortures mm-hmm. the doctor. It's just all sorts of things like that. And I think it reaches more and more as the movies go on to where gotcha. he's just grabbing like insurance salesmen who've screwed him over and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think, um, I think actually sore X, uh, if I'm understanding it correctly, comes in between uh, Saw 1 and 2. Then when he oh, okay. is, he's going to Mexico um, for some uh, some treatment for his, for his cancer. Um, and yeah. something happens, I guess. And he, uh, you know, starts, starts killing people there. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It is a. It is supposed to be older in the timeline of the movies, back to the early days when the atrocities were more, <laughs> a little bit more justifiable, perhaps. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> of the victims, but uh, well, we're gonna have some fun with it. Should we get into our trap ideas for Saw Ten, Saw X? We got ten traps. Let's celebrate now, it. We're doing five each. Uh, I'm happy yep. for you to start. Um, okay okay take it away keep keep in mind i'm a writer so i went all out on the descriptive languages some of these okay i'm really setting the tone i'm setting the stage and also i'm putting on my glasses because um saw x is has a big focus on the ocular um there's Ah. some eye torture trap so i'm protecting my eyes from uh you know from this segment from this review i'm keeping myself safe as we talk about nice. Saw x i guess nice. i'm always wearing my safety glasses exactly so now we're cooking we're ready <laughs> all right so picture this right mm-hmm. okay which one am i going to read first let's read this one first okay so a character and now i've kind of made these as um would you rather's as well <laughs> just for extra I fun i hate would you rather's <laughs> man yes. i think this is a problem I'm that you. <laughs> yeah because it really is a toss-up of do you want to do this horrible thing to yourself or do you just want to die <laughs> in a horrible yeah, way right you're right <laughs> it's never so, good <laughs> um, and i love would you rather's so i lent into that a little bit but also <gasps> You know, we'll see how it goes. You don't have to fully would you rather it. I'll present it. In, I was going to present it to you, but instead I'll present okay. it as the movie. To gotcha. Me, you know. Okay. Okay. So the main character awakens in a brightly lit mm-hmm. room. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's no door, no windows, no obvious way to get in or out. Okay. They're trapped in there. Okay. Okay. The legs and hands are chained to a large steel table if you can imagine like when you're getting you know in a <laughs> when you're getting questioned by the police mm-hmm. um you're a chain do you like handcuffed and chained to the table we can still move around a little bit kind of like that mm-hmm. um okay so there's a big red timer which starts counting down this is a staple of saw movies there's a big red timer starts counting down from 60 minutes Okay. And then a voice sounds from a speaker behind the timer. This is also another thing the Saw movies. Jigsaw always has voice recordings in the speakers. I appreciate okay. you, you you telling me these mainstays. <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd better say them because I, I didn't realize you hadn't seen them. But this is good. This is good for the audience too if they're not into Saw. Yeah. I feel like so I'm I'll, Nice. Okay, I'll do it in Jigsaw's voice as well. Okay. 
You, you have 60 minutes to consume the items laid out before you. For every oh 10 minutes, for every 10 minutes that you have not finished the food items, an angry bird of prey will be introduced into the room. <laughs> <laughs> if you do not eat the items in their entirety within 60 minutes, then you will never leave the room that you find yourself in. Damn, okay. Okay, so what are the food items before you? Okay. <laughs> I was about to ask, what are the birds? <laughs> okay, yeah, so the birds? Talking? Okay, so we got birds of prey and they're angry, right? That's a, that's a specification, they're angry. So we got right. vultures, we got hawks, we got eagles. There's a different one uh-huh. every 10 minutes. Different birds of prey. <laughs> gotcha. It, is, is this, this is angry birds, right? This is... Oh, yeah, this is angry birds in real life. <laughs> this is not a fun movie. This is scary, angry birds. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so okay, what's, what's the food? Yeah. What's the food? So, yeah, the food items laid out before you is a 575-gram box of dry wheat bix. Okay, that's one. Okay, okay. Cool. And mind you, you have 60 Pretty minutes to consume so this. Almost half a kilo of dry wheat mix. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that would probably kill you yeah. uh, more effectively the- than the birds. <laughs> Plus, you're getting well, a you- new bird every 10 minutes. <laughs> every 10 minutes. So, you better eat these wheat mix fast. And those birds are angry and probably hungry. So, they're pecky at you and the wheat mix. And the wheat mix. <laughs> Far out. Okay. And um, there's another food item. There's one more. There's also... A 560-gram jar of Vegemite. (laughs) And I say, I'll add to this, thankfully, the main character is very hungry. But Uh there is no spoon, there's no bowl, and no milk. So you're eating all this with your bare hands. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And the room is bright, and it's white. Yeah. So there's no... So Jigsaw is watching you uh obviously do all this and making sure that you don't like just sort of cookie yeah. monster your way through the wheat bix and you <laughs> yeah throw it around everywhere <laughs> like okay. bird food no no jigsaw will know jigsaw will know <laughs> okay okay there's a little camera it's like an interrogation room there's probably a little camera in the corner as well right right um Okay, so so what do I do with this information? Like, well, do we could just leave it at that. But okay. if you do, you reckon you could say, do you reckon there's any chance that you'd be able to dust off half a kilo of wheat bix and half a kilo Look, of Vegemite in an hour? I think probably that volume of wheat bix, and that's like a that's that's one of the like value packs, isn't it? Yeah, or it is. A value it's pack a, a kilo. It, I, there I is a value that. pack that's a kilo. There's even one that's 1.2 kilos. This one's in oh, between. Right. So I thought that's impossible. There's no way you're doing that much. Yeah. But this no. one, there's a small chance. 575 feels achievable, maybe. Yeah. I'll probably but put also, an, Im- an image up in the in the edit to show yeah. what kind of Weepix pack it is. <laughs> <laughs> and Vegemite, what size? We'll do a Weepix for scale. Um, yeah, all the different Weepix. Yeah, what, what size jar was it of, of Vegemite? It, it was a similar size. I think it was 560 gram jar. Okay. Wow. Yeah, so pretty that's, big. It's a pretty big that's jar. That's huge. 
I sometimes yeah. uh, snack on some um, uh, Marmite. Uh, I think it's Marmite. Ooh. It's one of the the Vegemite uh, knockoffs. You know, like Promite uh, maybe I, or Mighty Might. Yeah, it might be Promite, and I just dip a spoon in there and just ha- just have a little bit at night. Um, nice. That's my okay. dude. That's. I think that's the closest thing I have to a deep dark deep dark secret and I'm, I'm already <laughs> revealing it <laughs> <laughs> I respect that I respect that that's Australia uh, no, that's, okay. thank you I feel I feel accepted for that in a way that I've never felt accepted before because Jade yeah. hates it <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I, I've shared with you my weird food habits like we said on episode zero with my mustard and milo obsessions when i was a young man yes yes but yeah. never together as i never uh, together as i learned distinction. finally in that episode after yeah. what 15 years of thinking that it was something that you had <laughs> together yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> i'm a i'm a liar <laughs> no but yeah i know that's a misunderstanding yeah, that mustard obsession persists throughout uh, throughout to this day. So, look here's my here's my plan. I think if you uh, you could probably fashion some sort of a uh, a solid sort of gum uh, by crushing up some of the wheat bix and mixing it with the um with the vegemite um, oh okay that's interesting and you could create like a brick that you could use to to pummel any um any birds of prey that that come in or at least like knock them <laughs> off or stun them maybe um <laughs> and i like that that's creative you know when the timer runs out if if you make it that far um then, you know, I, I guess there's going to come a point where he can't keep adding in birds because um, mm. he probably only planned for there to be, what, six birds? Yeah, um, six birds altogether. Right, so or would it be... Hang on. Yeah, wait. 10 minute, 20 minute, 30 uh, six, minute, yeah. 40 minute, 50... 60 he adds in the final bird what's the final bird yeah. look like that's what i'm intrigued about oh i was thinking one of the birds has to be an emu or an ostrich i know they're not a bird of prey but just because they're big and you know rowdy or maybe a cassowary right. a cassowary oh. yeah gosh yeah my sister once got pecked by an emu at a petting zoo um, see they're, so, they're they're fierce creatures at times they are all right, so that one is, yeah, I'd like to see that. I think I'd go see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a fascinating movie. Yeah. Would you like 100%. one of mine? I didn't yeah, really understand ahead. the assignment, I feel. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's going to make it more my, interesting. <laughs> this is my warm-up one. Um, so you, yeah, find yourself, you find yourself in a similar room to what, to what you mentioned. Um, okay. Maybe it's just down the hall. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know now that there's a counter and, and uh, there's a speaker that this voice 
you know, starts blaring out of. Yeah, and, they're often yeah featured, yeah. And he says, uh, in front of you is a table, and uh, on that table is a nondescript box. It's just a brown paper box. Um, in okay. that box is a jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> it's a thousand pieces. Oh, no. And you have to do <laughs> that jigsaw puzzle. But, of course, there's no picture on the box. Oh, how could you? Right. <laughs> so evil. And, <laughs> and obviously, if you don't do it, you, you die. I think there's, like, probably gas or something that, that, that comes into the room. But I think uh, Ooh, that's the audience, us as an audience... We're, we're just watching someone do a jigsaw puzzle. I like um, that. That's a very relaxing movie. Yeah. And it might even be someone who has done jigsaw puzzles in the past. <laughs> They're quite experienced. Oh, <laughs> nice. Right. So Ex-champion. That changes things. Maybe we saw them doing jigsaw puzzles earlier in the film. Um, Ooh. And I don't know, maybe they slighted uh, jigsaw um, oh yes! At a jigsaw puzzle comp- uh, competition, uh, oh. and he 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 got, he got upset. I could <laughs> I could um, posit something as to that to the law of it. Uh-huh. Oh, perhaps, okay. Let's perhaps this is a, in. yeah. Perhaps this is the trauma <laughs> from Jigsaw's uh, childhood, where he ah. was doing a jigsaw at pre-primary, and uh-huh. one of the you know fellow classmates, one of the fellow toddlers. Um, hit a piece from him or something, you know, kind of screwed God him damn. over. And so now he's remembered it. I can relate because every time I go back to my uh, to my family's house, you know, I, I go to visit for a couple of days, uh, there's always a jigsaw puzzle going and mm-hmm. like multiple people in my family, whether it's my mom, my dad, <laughs> usually it's my dad, um, and you know, either one of my sisters, they all hide a piece because they want to be the one to put in the last piece. <laughs> That's so, so funny. Sometimes you'll get to the end of the puzzle and there's four pieces missing and you're like, wow. what's going on here? And you have to call a family <laughs> meeting and, you know, interrogate everyone. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> no one will and admit usually, to it. <laughs> yeah, no one does. And usually what ends up happening is pieces will slowly find their way into the puzzle and then maybe a week later the last piece will show up in the washing um (laughs) someone forgot about it (laughs) it's terrible it's ruined so many puzzles (laughs) everyone wants the glory (laughs) so this is like a personal touch uh, your connection to the jigsaw character and with this jigsaw trap right i had no idea i had no idea that um I guess you wow. maybe made up that that jigsaw <laughs> that jigsaw <laughs> law, uh, but yeah, that's that's my first idea. I like that. I like that a lot. And like I said, it could be you know a quite relaxing movie watching a character do the jigsaw, mm. but also you could have stressful music over it, so it's quite intense too. As oh, the you like know, countdown that. timer goes down, like sweating imagining... over the pieces. I'm imagining the director's cut is like just the entire 60 minute period 
and yeah. the the director's commentary is like yeah i really wanted to put this in to the actual film but it tested a bit too well you know people, <laughs> people were way too calm and yeah. the rest of the film was sort of lost on them yeah yeah it wasn't it wasn't scary enough <laughs> okay well, that's a really solid one um i've got another here excellent i've got several others let's see <laughs> that's <here>. good that <laughs> yeah okay here's one now we're Excellent. getting a lot of these also are quite personalized to me in the way that they're very awkward scenarios. Okay. So I guess, you know, to do with my social anxieties, mm-hmm. um, which would probably be the most terrifying traps possible for someone like myself. So um, this one's all about that. Okay. So picture this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a man. He arrives home, uh, mm-hmm. you know, after work one day. And he finds that all of his shoes and footwear, so we're talking thongs, flip-flops, sandals, whatever you want, they're all gone. They're all missing. Oh, no. Uh All of them. Not a single one. Yep. There's no signs, though, of a break-in. And no other items are missing at all from the Mm -hmm. home. Okay, Mm -hmm. just the footwear. But he does find a note left in place of the missing shoes. And the note okay. reads, I will return your footwear to you, but when I do, they will all be without their souls. But. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's the consequence. <laughs> but if you do exactly as I say, then uh-huh. they shall be returned unaltered. Okay. Okay, so the man turns over the note. <laughs> sure. Sure. Upon the, it's a small it's note. It's double-sided. It's double-sided. <laughs> yeah, it's That's double-sided. Because <laughs> that was the end of the first page. He turns it over. Okay. <laughs> On the back of What size paper are we talking? I'm thinking this is like... This is like a postcard size. <laughs> postcard. Okay. Not a post-it, but a postcard. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Like an envelope, a letter. Okay. Um, so the back of it he just reads. Scrolled it on the back of a bill, a bill envelope. Yeah, yeah. He's like, just he stole this guy's shoes. He doesn't care. Like, whatever. Here's a trap for you. I better leave a note. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. on the back it reads, "You are to attend a large barbecue fry up at the, you know at this location. You know he writes the location at this date, a specific date." you must spend the entire day there you must be honest polite and engaging and you must entertain (laughs) any conversations that might be presented to you by the meat eaters that are attending that is all God damn, it sounds like Jigsaw is just trying to invite you to his barbecue. <laughs> That's all he wants. He just wants a buddy to go to his barbecue. This is the only way he knows how to like engage with people. Man, yeah. I always feel sorry for him. Like <laughs> He has to trick them into it. It's the only way or force them into it to get their shoes back. How attached to your shoes are you? Like, can you yeah. not just go out and buy more shoes 
Well, see, this is the background of it. So uh-huh. I've added here, the man desperately wants his shoes back. <laughs> <laughs> and also, one more note. <laughs> see, I knew okay. you'd ask that. I knew you'd ask it. <laughs> Because, you know, there's these plot holes in movies all the time. Right. So, we gotta, I got to add in. He desperately wants his shoes back. Yeah, yeah okay. he desperately wants him back. I don't <laughs> well, know why. He just, sure. he just does. He just does. Yeah, cool. We <laughs> got to get only, shoes back then. The, the only problem <laughs> is that he is an ethical vegan. Okay. okay. So, this, this is like personal to me. <laughs> I did think that uh, when you were talking about them being meat eaters, I thought yep. that's a weird detail to put in if this person <laughs> isn't you specifically. Uh, yeah, the jigsaw jigsaw knows that this guy is a vegan, so he's torturing him in this way. He's making him go to this barbecue where he's going to get, you know, questioned and stuff like that. Gotcha. And he's going to have to. He's forced to engage with all these questions. So yep. that's the punishment. Gotcha. Because I was going to say, like you, you, you talk to people who eat meat all the time. It's not like you don't yeah. talk to people who eat meat. Uh, <laughs> oh no, of course. But um, but if you're at like I guess a, at barbecue a barbecue fry, up, yeah. yeah, the question's bound to come up probably with several people. So it will be an anxiety-inducing event potentially. Oh, absolutely. Someone will be like, "Oh, I see you're not <laughs> eating a sausage." Yeah. What's going on? Uh, <laughs> you just have the bread in your hands there with the ketchup and mustard. Oh, no. Your sausage has fallen out. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, sir. <laughs> Don't touch my bread. It's perfect. No. Get that glizzy away from me. <laughs> uh, terrible. All right. That, yeah. I mean, mm. tricky I'd scenario. I probably still go to the barbecue. Uh, yeah. to to get my shoes back or you know you could just not and then they're returned to you without the soles yeah yeah you get them you back you could get them resold yeah that's, yeah that's a thing you have to get new soles though because he throws out the old soles <laughs> yeah but that's that's neither here <laughs> that's, nor there <laughs> I thought that's a funny detail I wanted to add I feel it's like a real... given your uh, your added caveat there that the man really wants his shoes back. Yeah, yeah. He would go and source new soles for these shoes. He probably would. Yeah. yeah. I thought the funny thing with this question is that they're just both inconveniences, you know? And it's like, which one's more, which one's more frustrating or inconvenienced, you know? You got to weigh it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, totally. Um, but, um, I think I'd also go to the barbecue, just suss it out. And then if I couldn't be bothered staying for the whole day, I'd just be like, oh, fuck it. I'm getting some new shoes. (laughs) 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 Damn you, Jigsaw. Damn you. You've trifled with me again. (laughs) He's like Dennis the Menace. (laughs) Oh, fantastic. Okay. So my next one, uh, So my next four actually, are, um, there's a there's an ongoing theme, um, and uh, yeah, that, and and that is that they they've come from movies that I've seen. Uh, oh, cool. If I'm being honest, so I like yeah. That. If if you can guess which movies they are, I think some of yes. them are very obvious. <laughs> 
Yes. Oh, and everyone in the comments, guess along with us. Guess, okay? If yeah. you score all the points, you win a, a prize of our respect. Yes, and we've got no way of checking if you guessed them before they were revealed <laughs> yeah. uh, in the podcast. Um, <laughs> and if you're just listening on Spotify or whatever, just shout it out wherever you are. Shout out the answer. Yeah. Make um, it into a game with your family. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. And, um, so this first yeah. one is... Uh, so you find yourself in a canyon. Hmm. In you, maybe somewhere in Utah. Ooh. And okay. yeah, you like it's a it's a, a rock climbing area. I know that I know that you boulder. I've bouldered yeah. before. It's like a a bouldering hotspot, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I've watched that movie 127 hours later or whatever it's called. I think that was in oh, okay. Utah. Maybe. Yeah. He gets okay, stuck cool. in a canyon or a rock. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh, that's the movie. <laughs> Your hesitancy, I was like, oh, okay, that's the movie. <laughs> oh, is that where that takes place? No, no it's, uh, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> James Franco. It's just, it's just a real coincidence uh, that, that, that you brought that up. Um, okay, okay, let's continue. That film was actually directed by Danny Boyle. Um, oh, really? I didn't know that. The director of 28 Days Later, yes. Oh, uh, I need to watch it again. I watched it in the cinema and I haven't watched it since. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, good good movie um, based cool. on the life of uh, Aaron Ralston. Um, yeah. Anyway, I don't know all these details about it because that's what this is. Um, but anyway, you're, <laughs> you wake up suddenly and your arm is pinned under a boulder. And, uh, <laughs> interesting. Interesting. You have to escape. There's, there's a timer. There's like a, you know, that, that big red timer that you were talking about just off to the side. Wow. Uh, and it's got a countdown on it. Uh, for six days or 124 hours Whoa. 100 and, 144 hours sorry my bad that's hardcore this is a bit off um beyond that point you will die in the canyon and you have a pocket knife and some climbing oh. ropes oh <laughs> this is horrible <laughs> oh, no. i feel bad for reducing <laughs> the life of aaron ralston to a uh to a saw trap um but it really was though his (laughs) really was his horrendous experience really was like a saw trap it was horrendous yeah definitely um yeah man it's it's such an intense idea um you know to have to have that happen to you uh, and to to make that you to have that realization that you're not going to be saved, you know, so far down the line, you know, and then yeah. have that moment of clarity that oh, I have to cut my arm off here and uh, and try my best to get out is yeah, yeah. super intense. Um, oh God! Right. Like you guessed it so early. <laughs> Just after you said canyon, I was like, "Yeah, I know a movie with a canyon in it." <laughs> oh, Utah! No, it was after you said Utah, I was like, "Yeah, Utah." Oh, Utah! Yeah, rock climbing. 
Huh. <laughs> I like I like the detail that this implies that Jigsaw is potentially like a hobbyist, you know, climber. Because <laughs> he'd have the to be to set defense. up a trap. Yeah, he'd have to set up a trap like this, you know. Right. Yeah. Totally. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my second one. Um, God, <laughs> uh, I've I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if I could use the pocket knife. I'd probably just desperately try every other means and then it would just be a, I'd have to be in the moment. I would, I don't know what I would do. I'd have to be in that survival mode, but I can't imagine doing it. Right. I can't either. I, yeah, it's, it's a lot of pain and you know, you'd be blacking out throughout as well. Um, yeah. I'm sure that stuff happens like this in the Saw movies and I don't know how. Yeah, it does. I don't know how they, yeah, I don't know how anyone in that scenario would would do anything like that, but I guess you know at some point your survival instinct just kicks in, you know, like an animal caught in a trap, you know, gnawing yeah. off its leg. You, yeah. You just do it. I know exactly. It's one of the big themes of the Saw movies is having to cut off a limb because you're chained up or something. Mhm. Um and yeah, with what was his name? Aaron Ralston, was it the climber? Yeah, Aaron Ralston. Aaron Ralston. Yeah, yeah he um, for the audience who doesn't know, he had to cut off his arm to escape the boulder that was trapped over his arm to get out. That was the only way he tried. I don't know. He tried, you know, just squeezing himself out. He tried yanking himself out. Nothing worked. He tried to make like a little pulley system to to pull yeah. the, uh, pull the boulder out and that didn't work i forgot about yeah. that true so yeah that's the only option in the <clears> end <throat> for this trap and that's a horrifying thought true <laughs> saw really true is. saw fashion <laughs> holy shivers <clears throat> okay well i might um i might pick another one here then from my list excellent from a cheeky list mm-hmm. um let's see and also anyone in the audience who wants to say what they would choose as well as the movie guesses, I'd be mm. interested to hear what your choices are to some of our, our, you know, things that we present you with, some of the traps that we present you with. I'm just going to say ahead of, ahead of time, I don't think mine are going to be uh, <laughs> very conducive to making choices. Um, <laughs> That's all right. that, that one kind of was, though. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably the closest mine get to oh, okay. to the actual Saw movie ethos, though. Um, yeah. Just fair warning. Just fair warning. Oh, that's. I mean, yeah, we're having fun with it. Mine certainly are not very Saw-like. <laughs> so let's see what I have here. I have one where... Okay, this one. Okay, this is a kind of based on a movie. We can see if you can guess it. Okay. Okay, the character wakes up on a full passenger airplane mid-flight okay. in the sky. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's, it's full, like I said. All the other passengers are also slowly waking up and they're slowly realizing their, their surroundings. Mm-hmm. Okay, everyone's in a bit of shock and panic. You know, they're obviously, they weren't expecting to fly today, to say the least. None of them booked a flight today. (laughs) Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, The cockpit sealed. Okay. People are banging on the doors. There's no response. Nothing's happening. Mm -hmm. 
um, there's staff, okay? There's a flight crew. But you know mm. what the flight crew is? It's those little wooden saw dolls riding on a tricycle. Oh, no. It's, is that a thing? That's a thing in the... Yeah. It's, okay. like the, it's like the mascot of the Saw movies is this scary okay. little ventriloquist puppet who's like wooden. Gotcha. And he rides, okay, he rides on that. a tricycle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, gotcha. Okay. Interesting. So those, those are the attendees for the flight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just riding little tricycles up and down, providing soda refreshments for everyone. I was going to ask, are they handing out peanuts or something? Um, okay, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Okay, I'll, yeah, I'll give you some peanuts. better than 90% of the flights that I've had in the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah, so. this is an entertaining flight so far, other than that you don't know where you're going and you didn't expect to be flying. <laughs> but other sure. than that, it's really cool thematically. Yeah. Um, okay, so while all that's happening, okay, so there's all the other passengers it's like the typical passengers that you'd expect for a you know passenger international flight there's families there's old mm-hmm. people young people you know mm-hmm. couples people coughing like sick people there's everything that you get from you know your airport experience gotcha okay, okay. it's a variety of people um but then a voice sounds mm-hmm. from the speakers of course in sore fashion it says Hello, passengers. You are all here because you've previously been on a flight. And upon (laughs) arrival to your destination, you stood up out of your seat before the seatbelt sign turned off. So that's the part, you know, that's why he's pissed off. Okay, that's why these people are here. And just Thank for clarity's sake, Jigsaw Airlines. <laughs> Jigsaw thanks you for your. <laughs> we hope you've had a pleasant experience. <laughs> and for clarity's sake, I hate it when people do this when they stand up early uh-huh. on a flight, you know, when you've uh-huh. already landed. Yep. Frustrating thing, to say the least. Yeah. So, Jigsaw, that's, what he's, that's, that's where he gets his uh, frustration from. Okay. Um, he says <laughs> so what are we going to do <laughs> yeah he says now you have a choice <laughs> that's okay. what he always says by the way in the movies he, he says their wrongdoings and he's like now you have a choice this plane will run out of fuel and crash into the Pacific Ocean in approximately one hour but <laughs> but if you eat the meal in front of you before the fuel runs out you will be provided with a parachute and will be able to exit the plane while it is still flying over land. The choice okay. is yours. Mm-hmm. So a lot of yours sort of are things. food related. <laughs> yeah. I think I was eating while I came up with those two. <laughs> I was having dinner and I was like, I need to come up with two more. And so I did two food ones. <laughs> oh, Nice. Cool. So, <laughs> so what's what's the meal? What's what are we looking at here? Oh, I just realized I didn't write um, the food before you. I didn't oh. actually write it, but I I had one in mind. I just forgot to write it, so I'll tell you now. Okay. Okay. Cool. cool. So, think of airplane food—the most horrible airplane food you've ever seen, ever had. Cool. Think of that in your mind: defrosted, mm-hmm. you know, unheated, 
just horrible. Looking at this food, you can tell it's almost it's got a little bit of mold in some parts, you know. Mm-hmm. You can tell you're almost guaranteed to get heavy food poisoning from this. It yeah. could be a danger to your life to eat this, you know. There's a risk mm-hmm. of salmonella or something. This mm-hmm. is not good food. <laughs> you have to try to stomach this food and mm-hmm. uh, eat it within an hour. Okay. I think I could do that one. Yeah. The the actual the thing I'd have troubles with is the parachuting out of the plane part. <laughs> yeah, that's because pretty scary. I hate the idea of skydiving. I hate it. I Me can't too. understand why anyone is okay with doing it. I can't understand why people do it multiple times or even have the idea that they want to do it. Nope. It just makes zero sense to me. No, we're anti-skydiving on this podcast. I'm glad to know that about you. (laughs) I hate it as well. (laughs) No way. I would never do it. Never do it. I'd never bungee jump, never do anything like that. Yeah, it's just passive thrill-seeking. I just don't understand. Like, roller coasters are the same for me. It's like... Yeah, me too. You're just sitting in a situation and having something crazy happen to you where you have like no agency no control just ain't for me man just ain't oh for no me. i completely agree with roller coasters as well i'm so glad i've learned this about you um yeah, no, roller I coasters feel, i feel seen <laughs> <laughs> yeah they don't give me adrenaline they just make me feel violently ill in my stomach because yep. it's you know yep. so jolting and upside down and I just feel scared and the blood rush and it's, too, yeah, horrible. Yeah, I, I hate the feeling of anxiety that you get as well, standing in line. Oh, like, yeah, lions. Growing oh. up, my sisters loved water slides. My dad loved water slides. And so yep. they would, like, force me to come along. And I didn't, like, I didn't say, oh, no. Like, they didn't feel yeah. like an option. <laughs> they were very persuasive. <laughs> yeah. uh, and standing in line was the worst. And then the thing happens and it's like not not fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. The whole experience sucks. It's awful. This um, is even worse. That <laughs> Potentially. would be the hardest. That would be the hardest part. Eating the food, yeah. easy. Parachuting out of the plane, hard. Um, it's a tough one. Yeah. yeah. You can imagine there's I a chance... You can imagine as well, there's a chance that the plane might safely land in the Pacific Ocean, you know, because there's presumably Mm. someone flying it. So maybe they will let it down gently as it runs out of fuel. Or maybe there's not. Maybe maybe Jigsaw has already parachuted out of the plane or (laughs) the pilot or whoever it is. Yeah. Um, We've got quite or a thrill maybe the camera jigsaw. cuts to the the pilot and they're like, um, you know, they're like just strapped to their chair, uh, you know, tied up, tape across their mouth. Um, yeah. And they've already been told by Jigsaw that, that they're there for some other reason, you know, <laughs> something that they've done as a pilot that slighted Jigsaw. Yeah. Um, yeah, they so stumbled doing their in. own challenge. They're, they're yeah. busy with their own stuff. Oh yeah, they stumbled <laughs> over their words in like uh, you know the flight uh, announcement, right? The pre-flight announcement or something on the weather, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> and it caused Jigsaw to put his jumper away uh, in his uh, yeah. in his carry-on, 
and then he got a little bit chilly on his way out of the plane. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Jigsaw is petty. It's very petty. Very petty <laughs> like that. But yeah, do you think you'd be able to eat the food? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you'd have to. And then you just got to... I'm imagining that there's a safe way to jump out of the plane. There might be like a little hatch that opens up in the cargo or something. So you could drop right. out, you know, instead of getting caught in one of the engines or something horrible. Right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I feel like as well, you could just throw up on your way out of the plane as well. Yeah. Like once yeah, you could you, hold it in. Once you parachute, you can just... Yeah. You let it go. Eject eject all that food you'd probably be fine like yeah there's bird food at that point (laughs) right for those angry predatory birds (laughs) yeah back to the birds (laughs) all right terrific well my next one um oh just just, could you could you guess what movie that was from did you have any idea at all oh it's not that Um, similar but it's kind of similar to a horror movie in particular Gotcha. Well, my first thought was snakes on a plane. Um, oh, that is a good choice. I didn't think of that. That's also a plane thing. I'll but give then, you points. I'll give you points for that one. But a plane-related horror movie? Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, well, then I'll just keep listing plane-related horror movies. You, know <laughs> you points, get more baby? points. Yeah. <laughs> a thousand points. What can I use these points for? <laughs> oh, I'm rich. Who knows? Uh, so, uh, Red Eye, which is another Killian Murphy uh, film where he is a, a stalker on a plane. Um, another Ooh, I've heard of that plane one. Movie. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but um, I've heard of it. Uh, Blood Red Sky came out more recently. It's about a, a vampire lady on a plane. Um, but she's like think, the good guy. Think of this. This one in particular is um, people trapped on a plane. In that way, it's similar. Okay, Con Air. Oh, nice! Nicholas Cage on a plane. Okay, that is a good one though, because they are trapped on a plane. (laughs) There's so many plane movies. Yeah. Um, Wow, we could do a deep dive on this. Actually, I'm thinking. Um, Oh man. Um, uh, Final Destination. They're not trapped on a plane, but starts on a plane. Look, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Which movie is it? It's actually from Escape Room. I think Escape Room 2 in particular, if you've seen those movies. Okay. I have. I have. But a little while ago, so Uh, I've forgotten. My memory may not be fully accurate, but I swear there's one escape challenge where they think that they're flying into you know another city of america or something and they Mm. actually were lured onto a a plane which is an escape room in itself (laughs) ah okay maybe i haven't seen the second one but i remember them being on a train at some point and that being an escape room Um, oh yep 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 that's one yeah i think that's on the first one i think those movies are quite similar to to saw right yeah big time and they're yeah. really good. I like those. Escape room movies are pretty fun. Yeah, they, they, they were a lot of fun. So my next one, uh, if you can imagine you're, you're waking up 
in a metal room you know it could be a shipping container or or something you you don't know you know metal walls metal floors metal ceiling okay uh, okay and at one end there's like hydraulic doors that go you know yeah you yeah i got you get proximal cool yeah so <laughs> you you walk up to the doors they open you find yourself in like a metal tube uh you know you're walking along that and then you walk into like this larger metal space and in the middle there's like a metal dining table type thing and there's uh a guy who you recognize laying dead on the table oh no Um, a bloody mess and off to the side there's that red metal uh clock timer <laughs> yeah the classic clock <laughs> and, you know shit am i in a, in a, am i in a saw movie um <laughs> and a voice comes over the loudspeaker and says you were stuck on a craft and uh it's about to be destroyed uh in the next 60 minutes you have to make your way to a uh to an escape pod oh okay uh to survive okay Uh, interesting if you fail to get there before uh the timer runs out then you will uh you will die on the, the the ship will explode or uh the life support system will will run out um, he sounds a lot more confident when he's saying this over the loudspeaker. He, <laughs> he tells you exactly what's going to happen. Uh, he's not like, oh, I don't know. You, you, you know you <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. Cool. Um, so uh, this is but, some sort of a spaceship. Right. But there's uh, some sort of terrifying creature that is stalking you through this uh through the spaceship uh-huh. and they will kill you on sight like they have your uh, your crewmates um yes yeah, i think okay. this one's pretty obvious what it is <laughs> it's got to be alien right right it is alien. yeah yes very good choice right i think that's a saw trap right that's, that's yeah. essentially a saw trap yeah exactly because there's even the alien video game that came out like after Mm. uh covenant prometheus where it's Mm -hmm. like you have to escape uh the alien and you got to hide underneath like chairs and like lockers in the ship and stuff so it's very isolation it was that's the one yeah yeah nice it's very yeah yeah, escape saw like yeah yeah i like that a lot so wait how long do you have to escape oh the the light like, system I, I, turn off. It seems like sixty minutes is like yeah, that's pretty the good. time, right? That's yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's nice to cut up sixty minutes into you know movie footage. <laughs> right, right. I think it would be sixty minutes. Damn. Yeah, mm. how would you escape that alien? I mean, those aliens seem pretty impossible to escape. To be honest, <laughs> I just yeah, sprint. I think make a run for it. Once they see you, 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 you're gone. Yeah. Yeah. I I try to be as sneaky as I can and then if I see the chance to sprint, I'm gonna sprint. <laughs> That's my only method, <laughs> I think, using my research. <laughs> I would get into some sort of uh some sort of forklift suit. 
and oh. uh, see if I couldn't sort of jettison boxes out of the cargo bay uh, to send the alien into space. Mm, very wise. You've learned well from the movies, uh, I see. Yes. <laughs> You've done your studying. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. That's my highly original idea of how to survive this trap. Nice. I like this, though. There could be like a Saw movie that's like the best of all of, you know, the great horror movies. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As that's, a concept. that's what we're writing here with, with mine anyway. <laughs> No, I like my it. next my last two aren't horror movies um Ooh, interesting uh, so yeah different genres well, yeah branching out of horror okay <clears throat> well then i believe i have two more to present to you i think mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um let's go the very last one i know which one's the last one so i'll go with this one okay go. so picture this a young woman she's Mm -hmm. the main character she's in her third year of studying sociology she's doing a dissertation on toxic masculinity in particular okay oh okay this will all be laid out throughout the movie i'm just giving you the cliff notes you know (laughs) gotcha okay (laughs) i'm not not trying to write a whole movie it's not done through a hasty exposition in the moment (laughs) exactly exactly this is all well made (laughs) okay (laughs) just a picture of this amazing movie (laughs) um one morning though she wakes up i always like i always start with you just wake up but that's sort of the sore premise and a lot of stuff (laughs) <laughs> right right i've the even done that wake up. With, with mine uh yeah because the victims tend to just wake up because it's hard to trap them unless they're you know sedated yeah right um and um so she wakes up one morning to find an unstoppable corrupting virus on her phone okay now this okay. is going to get a bit this is going to get a bit techy, so I'm going to have to explain a few things okay, <laughs> okay. But I, th- I think you'll like this one i think you'll like sure. this uh-huh. She has this all-corrupting virus on her phone, which spreads to all of her devices and any that she might use in the future. Okay, so okay. It, it tracks. It like spreads across Wi-Fi, across five G. It tracks her face ID, her fingerprint, her logins, everything. You know, she can't escape okay. it. So it's on every device. Okay, sure. There's no way out. Um, she quickly realizes that there's no way for her to consume any entertainment ever again of any form that's what the virus does okay so no netflix we're talking about no youtube no podcasts no audiobooks Mm -hmm. no music nothing Mm -hmm. really nothing if she goes for example if she goes to the cinema the virus will spread to the cinema screen and she won't be able to see the movie oh my god okay everything okay no entertainment ever again from digital devices she can go see a theater production just nothing digital. Okay. And she's really <laughs> cut up about it because her favorite podcast, uh, it yeah, Tape, has just come exactly. out. Uh, yeah, she's like, oh my God, I was just getting addicted to this and now I can't watch it anymore. And this virus starts happening as she's listening to this episode. <laughs> Seamless plug. <laughs> yeah. All right. But what she realizes then is that not only mm-hmm. can she not list, like watch or listen to any entertainment ever again, Okay. That's not entirely true because there is one that she can, which 
is suddenly her only you know thing recommended oh, on all her devices. I know where this is going. Oh yeah, my we, god! We talked You're about a this. Monster. Yes, <laughs> you know what it is. It's the most prolific and popular podcast in the world. It's our competitor. It's the Joe Rogan Experience. <laughs> It's the only form of entertainment she can ever consume. She can do YouTube clips of Joe Rogan, Spotify, you know, anything, but only only his podcast. That's oh all. my lord, that's, oh, it's that's torture, wild. right? It's that, torture. Wow. It's hell. Um. So, <laughs> so then a message appears on her phone when she realizes those two things. Okay. It's it's simu- It like pops up as like an SOS alert, you know, like kind of like that. But it also yep. appears in her email, on her TV, everywhere. It's infiltrated everywhere. Just to make sure that she that she gets it. Yeah, there's okay. no missing it. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's like more effective than an emergency alert at that stage. Yeah, it's way more effective. It's actually way better. <laughs> and this guy's a jigsaw. doesn't randomly fire off at, at like inopportune moments and freak out an entire island of people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like Jigsaw is literally the most tech-savvy guy on Earth. <laughs> oh, fantastic. All the good he could have done. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the message... It says, um, it says that the only way that she can escape this virus mm-hmm. is if she sits down and spends the day talking to two dudes. That's what it specifically says, two dudes. That's, that's the nomenclature they use. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> two dudes who get all of their opinions from the Joe Rogan podcast. Damn. So he's organized a, a sort of play date of sorts where she has to just talk to these two dudes for the whole day and all of their opinions Again, are from the Joe Rogan. This sounds like Jigsaw just trying to invite people on play dates. <laughs> True. Yeah, maybe like. he is one of them. <laughs> this is just it's a like, follower. It's a follower of Jigsaw. Wanna talk to want to talk to someone. Maybe they want to talk to... They, they want to talk to a woman to get a different perspective because all yeah. they watch is is Joe Rogan. Exactly. And it's hard to meet women. Maybe they're trying to you... broaden their horizons and their, yeah. their, uh, their understanding of the world. Exactly. And it, it, I imagine it would be incredibly hard for them to meet women because every time they mention the Joe Rogan podcast, it's like a repellent. this might be divisive for some of our listeners who may also be fans of the jerrigan experience no hate just not for us (laughs) yeah it's (laughs) there was a time when i uh, you know when when i did listen um you know many many years ago before covid um yeah before covid before covid yeah and um you know back when the DMT, bro, and the man, you think a bear could defeat a chimpanzee when those were yeah. still like fresh and funny. <laughs> now it's done to death. It's yeah. like, oh, he's talking about that again, right? Okay. Uh, cool. okay. Yeah, it was a novel uh, thing at one stage, and now it's just tedious. <laughs> he's the same five topics just recycled. Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, okay. those are Can the punishments. She... Can she watch any of the like uh, the the parody videos where they've cut parts of interviews uh, to make like a coherent narrative? I think I sent you one the other night. Um, <laughs> oh uh, yeah, you did. It's 
Post Malone is on and uh, Joe Rogan and his buddies are talking about eating him. Yeah, uh, it's- <laughs> yeah, it was it was decisive, de- deceivedly cut together to make it seem like Joe Rogan and his buddies wanted to consume the flesh of Post Malone. <laughs> Which I assume really, did not happen really during the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I watched so that, can, but I can she can, can she watch those or no? It? it it only yeah it can't be ones that are taken out of context. <laughs> Primary source material, okay. Yeah, okay. So no, no entertaining ones essentially. <laughs> Damn. Well, look, I don't know what her perspective on this is. Um, oh yeah, that's that's why I laid out in the start. She's a sociology third year student who's doing yep. a dissertation on toxic masculinity. So she'd be quite versed in Joe Rogan and quite adverse to participating in either of these things. Right, I but think. surely as part of her dissertation, she needs to engage with toxic masculinity. Ooh, um, good point. I didn't consider that uh, angle, but so yeah, this- that's right. This could be a fantastic, uh, a fantastic wow. opportunity to gather okay. more data. Yeah, perfect. I think that's the right answer. Yeah, it kind of seems like Jigsaw is just helping her at that point. <laughs> <laughs> <like> yeah, <laughs> Jigsaw is actually her lecturer the whole time. <laughs> but also, like, she could just, you know, step away from digital media and and all of that. And yeah. go completely analog, but be you cool. know, become like a, a, a true luddite. But um, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, there's an argument to be made that where all of our devices have been infected uh, with Ooh. such a virus, um, at least mm-hmm. for times of our lives, where it feels like that's all that we're getting online. Um, mm, yeah. Oh, yeah, I get you. Quite the social commentary yeah. you're, you're making here, Toko. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it could be also, of course, Jorgen's one example, but there's many things that become so pervasive within our algorithms that are uh-huh. you know, unique to us that we get stuck on. Yeah. So true. So true. Yeah. We're at the uh, at the whim living at the whims of the uh of the algorithm. Ooh, uh, that's the truth. The true saw trap. It's like Black Mirror saw episode, you know? <laughs> yes. Yes. I like that. Yeah. No, okay. Another well, one. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So you wake up as, as you have many times before and hopefully we'll do many times into the future. Yeah. Um, you like you wake up and you find that you're not in your house. You're in someone else's house. God. Um, and you, you get up out of bed and you, you, you make your way uh, into, into a hallway and you see pictures um, uh, along the hallway of a family, mm-hmm. right? And you're in it. You're, oh. you, you recognize yourself, but they're dressed in like different clothes they you know they they look like they're you know this family doesn't look like your own um Hmm. uh and um although the family is like uh like a single father or a single mother of household oh okay um, okay that makes sense important Um, info yep right 
and um and then you realize no you're told through some means (laughs) (laughs) through the phone a phone call through through a phone call yes i like it that's very uh very landline Uh, (laughs) they have a landline in their house which is even more shocking (laughs) what's your favorite horror movie um um, yeah you pick up the landline and uh this voice tells you you have been swapped with your biological identical twin um and your task in the next hour is to get your parents back together um, so that you and your long lost twin can uh can have a complete family um failure to do that will doom you to live uh the life of your twin uh you know forever um you'll no longer be yourself so wait the twin is with the other parent presumably okay that's interesting presumably oh my god so presumably the twin maybe also got the same message and then you kind of have to work together yeah i'd say so i'd say so i've only thought about one of these twins really oh okay Um, i don't know what's happening with the other one but i would i guess you wouldn't you wouldn't know yeah you wouldn't know in the scenario anyway right whoa that's a tricky one and it's sort of got that you know the trauma angle of like uh, divorced parents going on Mm. which you know could make for some interesting plot throughout the movie leading up to this Mm -hmm. point i imagine (laughs) do you recognize the movie i feel like oh it's oh yeah i forgot there's a movie (laughs) oh god what could it be i actually don't know nothing comes to mind immediately this one actually has trap in the name Um, oh (laughs) the only movie i can think of that's got trap in the name is parent trap it's parent trap. <laughs> <laughs> and if I'm being honest, I can't remember what parent trap is. I just know the title. <laughs> That's the plot, except uh, the twins. Cool. Uh, the, the 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 twins make this plan uh, and purposefully oh, yeah. swap places. So this oh, is no, taking the agency it. away from them. Yeah, I remember watching that I movie they as a kid on a summer camp or something, and they're like, "Oh my god, you yeah. look just like me." Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay, I like that. That's made me remember a movie that was like lodged in the back catalogue of my memories. So I appreciate that. That was good. <laughs> yeah, I told Jade that one this morning and she was like, oh, that's that's funny. That's, um, I never thought about The Parent Trap as a Saw movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so wait, what's the punishment if you don't, if they don't get the back together within the hour? You're, you're no longer you're no longer yourself like you know nothing yeah. of this life and you've just got to go through it it's like a, a yeah. freaky friday situation but you're just like oh. a random person and you lose connection no with the with the original parent that you'd grown up with right wow summer camp's so, over you're gone oh damn yeah. okay real repercussions real yeah real punishments there psychological mm damn okay yeah the parent trap horror version not quite in the same vein as uh as sore i mean like you're not missing a limb uh, or (laughs) anything like that or dying uh but yeah 
hey, that's why this is a game is so much fun because mm. we're writing our own saw movies here, our own saw traps, just for us. Sure. Yes, and potentially for any of our listeners who enjoy these ideas, <laughs> then uh, they could ponder upon a saw movie of this magnitude. <laughs> Heck yeah! <laughs> right, once hit hit us with your uh, with your last one. Yeah, this is my final one. So this is the meta one. I thought of this, okay. I think, today as when I woke up. I was like, I've got it. By Jove, mm-hmm. I have it. Okay. Excellent. So I've been calling this Saw 10, but, you know, it's really Saw X is the title. Mm. Mm-hmm. And as you know, there's also been big developments uh, in the world of Twitter being renamed by the megalomaniac Elon Musk to X, not unlike yes. Saw X. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. See the, where I'm going? An X in the name, yes. A big X, <laughs> yes. Uh. <laughs> Cross it out, get rid of it. Um, so Saw X, okay, get this. Now, this is mm-hmm. not a movie per se. It's going to be a movie, of course. But this is real life that I'm talking about. Imagine okay. for a wow, second, okay. because neither of us have seen the Saw X movie, okay? So this sure. is our shoes sure. now. We've only seen, you know, little flashes of the trailer and the poster. It's like someone with an eye torture device. Okay, yeah. that was put out on purpose as propaganda to make you think that it was going to be your average Saw movie. Okay, okay. <laughs> torture. Okay. We both buy tickets to the Saw movie. We're like, okay, uh... Faithful fans are diehard Saw fans, apparently, and they've told us we have to watch it. So we go and we watch yeah. it. We go well, to the they cinema. They told us not to eat anything beforehand. Uh, has anyone <laughs> told you that? Apparently, oh, probably, it's like, yeah. Apparently, it's gory. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a, yeah, yeah. Probably not good to have a full stomach in there. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> or a full bladder, perhaps, if you're <laughs> mm. prone to that type of uh, fear. But yes. um, <laughs> pissing your pants. I'm trying to say. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so I let's. Get it. I get it. <laughs> I just I hammer down on the joke. <laughs> um, let's say we go to the cinema, right? We're sure. seeing Saw X. Um, okay. The doors close behind us. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're locked. Okay, we don't mm-hmm. we don't realize that, but they're locked. No one's getting okay. out. Um, the entire movie is essentially a trap for the audience. And um, it's like a cinema experience, you could say. And mm-hmm. we start to realize this when the movie starts. Mm-hmm. So what proceeds is not a regular Saw movie. What proceeds is actually a two-hour slideshow of problematic tweets from the you know twitter site labeled as x from mm. creators such as elon musk and jordan peterson and the like okay <laughs> so it's a horrible it's horrible right wing brainwashing film exactly it's- and that's why it's torture because everyone's there not expecting oh. that people oh like goodness. me and you who do not want this and we realize we're locked in the cinema that yep. is the saw trap. It's just sort of a meta one. <laughs> <laughs> and it seems like there's no way out. There's no, 
Yeah, there's no way out. <laughs> there's not even, like, Jigsaw doesn't even seem to be involved. Like, he's not chiming in yeah. and telling us what's going on. We're just having the realization. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. This is really meta. It's just changing the whole concept. It's like, you could think of it like a figure like Elon Musk bought the Saw franchise and completely changed it for his own propaganda. <laughs> not unlike X. <laughs> wow, that is very meta. <laughs> yeah. And he renamed it something else. Uh, yeah. X. <laughs> it just takes away the Saw completely X. and it's also X. <laughs> the experience <laughs> the experience yeah that sounds yeah. right that sounds there right you have it. there you have it right um <laughs> man that sounds horrible i don't know yeah. if i can top that but i needed give it a shot. i needed a legit torture one because all the others were you know a bit loopy a bit kooky a bit crazy so that's a yeah real i one. mean the birds of prey that mm. one that one was like <laughs> like a saw trap i feel yeah Uh, (laughs) a bit funny but also torturous all right my next one my last one um so picture this you're Mm -hmm. you're a chef you've got your own restaurant uh you've you know you've you've come from money you've been like allowed this opportunity to to have this restaurant it's your life's work um And, you know, you get a bit blasé, you know, you cut a few corners on the, uh, on, um, uh, the pest and vermin control front, oh, no. uh, because it's your big grand reopening coming up or, you know, you're, you're trying out a new, a new, uh, a new menu <laughs> and, uh, the, the mayor is coming, right? Okay. Okay. Um, uh, and... <laughs> uh so it's it's a big deal i can't stress this enough it's a really big deal that everything could, goes right could make or break the <laughs> restaurant right right and you're serving up uh you know this this great meal to to the mayor and uh they bite into whatever it is um uh, some sort of uh parcel like uh dish maybe it's like a phyllo pastry something or other and they look at it and realize that they've bitten the head off a cockroach oh and they're so shocked they have a heart attack in that moment and they die so you have killed the mayor right this is all just this is set up obviously this doesn't you know like you were saying with the with the third year sociology um major uh, yep. writing her dissertation this isn't just shown to you very quickly before the trap is yeah. established there's an amazing movie beforehand the of the film. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and um uh so you know your restaurant's closed down it's career ruining right yeah. but um uh, an elderly relative has died and left to you their old decrepit mansion you and your brother actually wow uh, and so you realize once you get this mansion that um that the uh the architect this was their very fam- very famous architect and this is the last 
mansion that they designed so it's worth Mm. a lot of money damn so you take to renovating it right but during these renovations a a countdown (laughs) (laughs) that mysterious countdown appears (laughs) a red analog thing (laughs) right um and a voice out of nowhere tells you that there is a mouse in this house and uh, <laughs> it's trying to foil your plans. It's a very clever mouse. Oh, God, and I know what this is exactly. I love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Failure to get rid of this mouse uh, is going to mean that uh, it's going to be unable to, to be auctioned. Uh, it's, <sighs> it's going to, you know, raise a lot of eyebrows. It's going to be torn down. Um, because it's unsafe to to reside in. Um, <laughs> pesky mouse. <laughs> and that's that's the trap. That's the nuts and bolts of the trap. I can uh, you know, I can tell you. I can tell you what I think probably happens next. Um, I just want to say I love. I'm sure you figured it out. <laughs> I love that you went with like this theme of movies that have trap in the title. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah, I thought this one had trap in the title, but then when I looked it up, oh, it doesn't, does it? Uh, it doesn't. Yeah. Oh, it was mouse just based hunt. on. Yes, mm. that's right. It is Mouse Hunt, uh, beloved nineteen ninety seven Mouse Hunt. Um, fantastic movie from our childhood (laughs) yeah i had it on vhs it was one of the few vhs films that i had as a kid growing up so i watched it probably Uh 20 to 30 times at least i've seen it a lot i I know everything about it (laughs) yeah terrific i'm glad i finished on this one then yeah Uh, because i was like where does this where do i put this it's um (laughs) yeah it's a weird one it's a throwback uh but yeah that's I I would go see that. Yeah, <laughs> you got to catch the mouse. Had had the plot of Mouse Hunt. I would, yeah, I would be watching that for sure. <laughs> Six, Sixty minutes to catch the mouse, and I'm imagining because in Mouse Hunt, like the two guys, they're kind of like doing prop comedy, like getting caught in mouse traps and like falling over right. and breaking stuff. So in the right. Saw version. It'll be the same, but they're badly disfiguring and injuring themselves. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's a lot more violent. I did think, like, thinking back to this movie and all of the, the scenarios in it, and also thinking of the parallels between this movie and between films like uh, like Home Alone. Um, yeah. Or, you know, even in some ways, 101 Dalmatians and all of that, hey. where it's, like, good like a good main character trying to foil uh foil the plans of 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 bad people or um there was one really good one baby's day out or um oh <laughs> uh yeah, yeah anyway. i think that's why like big day out uh, <laughs> baby's big day out or something like that i yeah, don't know if i've seen that yeah. one but yeah um like I feel like movies like that sort of primed our generation for movies like Saw, like Escape Room, <laughs> uh, 
like hostel like stuff like that where it's <laughs> where that's the sort of that's the formula that it's following yeah it's like the adult um, version <laughs> right right <laughs> wow i never thought it, of it like I that i think in in mouse hunt isn't there a scene where it's like a, a room full of mouse traps that they've set yeah yeah there's and hundreds all of them. like going off and and they're like oh you know yeah trying to to not get hit yeah, I have a feeling he sets them all and then he didn't leave a way for him to get out of it. So he's just stuck mm-hmm. in the corner of the room with like a hundred mousetraps around him. <laughs> I think that's what happened. <laughs> Do you want to play a game? <laughs> the mouse just stares at him. <laughs> Catch me if you can. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I'd pay to see that. Yeah. Top price. <laughs> well, that's my last one. I did have I did have like a proper one that I that I thought about. Um Oh yeah. Uh, Honorable mention. And it was in response to a film that I watched this year and really loved called Triangle of Sadness. Mm. Um yeah. it has a fantastic scene in it where everyone is throwing up because they're on a boat and yep. they're terribly seasick and it's very stormy <laughs> the uh, best scene yeah <laughs> so i was thinking of that um and just I, I i had seen a video of a trap from a saw movie um on youtube where these two people had to compete with like a set of scales they had to like carve off their their pound of flesh yeah uh, to, one, to yeah. get out um and so i thought about a vomit related trap nice. where you had to fill up some vessel uh, <laughs> to a certain weight with with vomit and you had like enough fluids and and whatnot to, <laughs> to replenish yourself otherwise you know the capsule that you're in would fill with exhaust fumes from the boat that you're on or something wow. like that um, oh my god <laughs> you know, which is probably actually like a like a proper saw trap um, yeah that'd be full on because it it'd really play into like the disgust of everyone watching it at the cinema like oh my god right yeah i know <laughs> i know people get really uh like people squeamish what's the word empathetically oh yeah 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 know? yeah I know what you mean. Like There's a word for it. Reciprocal spewing, um, like, like sympathetic uh, or something. Yeah. Right. Where you see someone throwing up and then you throw up. Um, so yeah. <laughs> I can only I imagine you. that that would happen in the cinema. Um, God, imagine that. But, oh, that'd be horrible. Oh yeah, <laughs> man. The smell would be so bad. Uh, oh. <laughs> Imagine if they just pumped that smell through the cinema as well, like a 3D oh, Disney like a experience. 4D, yeah. A 4D film experience. Yeah. Yeah, just sick. Oh. And just, I'm imagining the audio just like getting these horrible sounds of people retching and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> that would make for a really good horror movie. It'd be rotten. It'd be so bad. <laughs> That's an amazing uh, honorable mention. Oh, God. Yeah. I want to see that. It reminds me uh, as well of um, 
I was going to say an art installation idea that I had mm-hmm. um, <laughs> during COVID. Uh, I was like, you know, in WA, we didn't have it so bad here. So we was still shopping around and I was at Bunnings in the, you know, plant section. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, oh, what a funny premise it would be to spew on like nice bouquets of flowers and install them in like glass boxes as an exhibit (laughs) and then i thought that's insane it's not at all interesting but it is funny to write so i wrote it as like a little you know comedic short yeah like a comedic note note. yeah and in my note i wrote this exhibit would not work because it's highly um you know, unsanitary during COVID times in particular. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, <laughs> also it like the, the, the bouquet would, would die and wilt. Um, oh, interesting. I, I guess that <laughs> that might be an interesting component. Yeah. Um, but also I'm failing to see the connection between <laughs> the flowers and the vomit at all. Like, it's just it's just the contrast of something so beautiful and something so horrible. I think that's all. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that was really a message. I was just like, it's a contrast in my brain and then I wrote it down. I guess that is a contrast that's like mm-hmm. leveraged in, in horror movies as well. Like, uh, you know, I can think of like the an iconic image of a rose in a pool of blood. Um, yeah. That's something, yeah. You know, I don't know where I've seen it, but I'm sure I've seen it like, yeah, you know, ten times across as many different movies. Yeah, um, like a lover who's just died and the blood is pooling closer and closer to the right. rose, something like that. Yeah, and it's like the innocence tarnished by the blood uh, yeah. that was spilled. I don't know. Um, but what does it mean when you swap out vomit for the blood? <laughs> Who knows. This is the mind of a creative, um, and also no, the mind makes sense. But yeah, gosh, it's interesting. And also, after your vomit uh, movie idea, the also shows the mind of a creative. Why I thought to tell that little story, I was like, ah, oh, I have a vomit idea too, <laughs> unrelated to movies. <laughs> Let me share it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wild. So that's uh, yeah. That's our 10 traps for Saw 10, guys. <laughs> right, that's our pitch. Um, yeah. Well, I guess, you know, that could be Saw 11. We, we gave 11 traps. Nice. Um, Saw 11, yeah. potential. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a fan film. Anyone wants to make it with us? <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll probably get sued. Uh, yeah. Sued by several different movie uh, movie studios. <laughs> Especially if we call it Saw 11 and release it before the next Saw film. Yeah. And and with mine alone, we've got, you know, four different, uh, like, oh, yeah. Film IPs that we're tapping into. Uh, Yeah. It's going to be hard to get the rights to that. (laughs) Yeah. I doubt it's going to happen. That's all right. We'll just keep making the podcast. So I guess now the question is, are you going to see Saw? Am I going to see Saw? Yes. And also a question for our audience. Are you going to see Saw? For all of us. 
Do you think you're going to seesaw? Um, <laughs> I reckon I will. Yeah. I think it's uh Sorry, I'm I'm having a hard time understanding if this is a, a rhetorical question that you're asking to the audience. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <It's> me. <laughs> yeah. So sorry, audience member, if you're speaking right now. Uh, yeah, and audience member. Uh, <laughs> we hate to interrupt you, audience Shush, member. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Let them respond. <laughs> Let them write their comment. <laughs> They're calling uh, in. The phone lines are hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah look i i think i i think i will have to go back and watch them um you know i know they've had a massive impact on on the horror movie scene you know in the mm. last uh 10 15 20 years um yeah long time so it does feel like there's a massive gap in my understanding of parts of our beautiful genre um uh, that i should probably fill although <laughs> there's 10 plus yeah. all of the like spin-offs um so that's a lot of material to, to get through yeah uh, maybe so we can I'm gonna have to spread them out a bit yeah maybe we can do like a a couple film nights um so that you know we can try to get through it together so it's less gory and full-on and right. um, slowly work our way through it yeah, um, I think that's a good way to watch things <laughs> like that as well because it becomes more funny than it is serious. Yeah, I think yeah. I've seen like saw up to saw six or something. Basically, up until the story ended, I watched mm-hmm. all the movies, and then there were spinoffs and extra ones that jump through time. And I don't know what happened because the story ended. There was actually a narrative to it, and um, I thought, okay, that's the end of it. And then several movies came out after I finished them all. <laughs> And I haven't seen those yet, so I'll eventually see the new ones, eventually. Yeah, cool. Yeah. No. Well, thank you, everyone, for 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 listening, for tuning in. Uh, we hope that you've enjoyed our our spin on the uh, on the saw traps. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Hope you, uh, hope you had as much I, fun listening as we did coming up with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely um i guess you know if if uh if you're on youtube or whatever um let us know what what your ideas for silly sword traps are um mm-hmm. indeed we'd love to hear them uh tell us what you thought of ours or which ones were were your favorites um what you do in those scenarios yeah yeah exactly let us know Have all about it. it we want to hear this is a fun episode and uh, we'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on some fun stuff. Or even if you have some crazy, creative, scary ideas that you hope to see in Saw one day, go for it. Go wild. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I guess it would be a good idea for me to to reach out to our community and say, uh, as someone who hasn't seen the Saw movies, which one should I start with? Uh, oh. Is it... Is it a good idea to start with the first or? Um, True. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not the expert, but I imagine that there'd be some interesting answers there. I know the mm. first is really, you know, classic and before it gets really over the top core. But mm. we'll see what our community has to say for themselves. Yes. Cool. Well, um, 
you can you can find us on all the podcasting platforms we're on youtube spotify apple podcasts amazon uh amazon podcasts um you can find us on instagram uh on on threads and we both stream uh on twitch myself as grumbly ghost and talkle as polyverse twitch.tv slash polyverse that's all your streams yeah and yeah it's exciting we're live on all platforms so we've got the it lives on tape tag on everything for podcasting yes yeah go find us secured it (laughs) yeah we're original (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) awesome as always uh thank you for listening we've been it's it lives on tape you've been lovely Thank you so much, guys. Adios. Thanks, Torco. Thank Thanks you. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Adios. <laughs>